All right, so I got, I got a pretty, pretty good story um, from back when I was in high school, like 30 years ago, because apparently I'm in, I'm in like my 30s or 40s or whatever. So I was in high school, and I think I was a sophomore in high school, uh, a sophomore or junior. And so I had this friend, and he was that friend, you know, you all got that one friend who like you're a good friend with in your friend group, but like he's the one that gets made fun of all the time. Maybe it's you, like if you don't know who that friend is, then it's you, and I'm sorry, um, I'll pray for you. But like we, we all know that one friend that we love, right? We love that friend, but we make fun of them all the time. And so it was that, it was that one friend that I had, and... So he and this one other girl, uh, they liked each other. And they, they had been flirting for a while. And then eventually, the girl comes up to me. And she was like, Ben. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, hey, I really like that guy. And I was like, cool. Like, what, what do you want me to do? She's like, I need you to go tell him that I like him. And then he'll ask me out. And I was like, Okay cool. Like, this is weird. We're in high school, not middle school anymore, but whatever. I'll do it. So I, I go to my friend, right, and I'm, and I'm just, I'm just like making fun of him and just joking around with him. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, man, hey, she likes you. He's like, he's like, really? I was like, I was like, yeah, she wants you to ask her out. And right then, right, you could just see, he just freezes. And he's like, uh, uh. And every other time he would run, run into like, run into that girl, he'd become that you know that guy that you see on TV that gets all nervous when he sees a girl and he's like, oh, but, uh, like, like, right, he's just like, cannot put a complete sentence together, just gets super gassy on, in, the, in the moment. No, this is, I swear, I was, I, no, 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 it, was, it wasn't about me. No. So, <laughs> it wasn't me, I swear, right, but, but so like all that guy had to do, all my friend had to do was, was go to that girl and just be like, hey, go out with me. Let's go get some coffee. And she would have been, said yes. Go out with me. Yeah, that's what we said. That's, I think that's the whole thing. So um, all he had to do was his part. All he had to do was one simple thing, one little thing, and he would have gotten the girl. And, but like the thing, what happened was the girl ended up just dating someone else and he never got the chance to date. So sad. Not really. I don't really care. I didn't care about their relationship. But anyways, that's besides the point. So all he had to do was, it was his little part. And I'm going to get real with you guys for a second. Is some of you guys are like that right now. Some of y'all go home, and your mom or dad's like, hey, how was youth group tonight? How was the harbor? And you're like, it was terrible. You guys are like, I have no friends. No one talks to me, Right? But the thing is that you guys are standing in the back. You guys are standing in the corners in the lobby on your phone scrolling through Instagram when we know you've seen that same picture five times because you're just trying to refresh, trying to find new pictures. The fact that you go and you complain, which is sad because this is a place where we love you and we want to get to know you, but you're scared to do your own part. You're scared to have that conversation with someone. And if you're honest with yourself, some of y'all have done that in other different places. Wherever you're somewhere new, you pull out that phone. You don't make that next step to have a conversation. You're like, hey, that spot sucked. It was terrible. No one talked to me when you don't make that first step. And so that's what we get to talk about today. 
is about how we don't do our part with God. How God has his promise for us. God has something for us, but we don't do our own part. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and open them to Proverbs chapter 3. Wow, very few of you actually have your Bible. That's sad. You should start bringing your Bible just saying. So, if you guys are, if you guys be real with me for a second. Y'all are in high school now. Some of y'all are getting ready to graduate. Some of y'all are freshmen just coming up. But you all are trying to plan out your life. You seniors are like, hey, I'm going to this college. I'm getting this degree and I'm getting this job right after. And some of you freshmen, juniors, sophomores are doing the same thing. You're trying to plan out your life to a T. But then one thing goes wrong in that plan, and you're like, that's not going to happen, and you get so mad. You go to God, and you're like, yo, God, why didn't you let that happen? Why couldn't you just let this happen because that's what I wanted to do? Why can't I do what I want to do? Because I had this perfect plan, and now it's messed up. So go ahead and turn to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Verse 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understandings. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So a lot of us have heard this verse. Most of us have heard this verse before. But what we tend to do is we tend to just write it off. We're like, we've heard this a thousand times. I know what it says, but I don't really care. The thing is, yes, we've heard it, but we don't really understand it. Then here we have parts that God wants us to do and a promise that God has for us. But we don't do it. So this is, this is what we're going to dive into, this verse right here. So we're going to look at the first part. Where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. To trust in God when it's not going right. To trust in God when you feel alone. When your, your goals in life aren't happening. Which is easier said than done, because I know for me, this verse, this, this topic that we're going to talk about today has been something that I've struggled with myself. Something that I still struggle with. To put your full heart in Jesus. Your full trust in God that no matter what's going, no matter how hard, no matter how easy life is going, you're going to trust in Jesus. And not just for the moment, but for the rest of your life. You're not going to be that flaky person who's like, yeah, Jesus, I trust you right now, eh, but not today. Not around those people. And the next part, it says, and lean not on your own understandings. And that can be a little confusing, right? We all know what the word lean means, like lean, lean not on your understandings. I put that together in a phrase, it kind of gets a little confusing. So when you lean, so for example, if I, I take this stool and I kind of like lean on it like this, that would not be funny, uh, right? I'm leaning on this, right? All the weight that was on my feet is now gone. All the feet has now transferred to this, or the weight, the feet, the weight, the weight that was on my feet is now uh, being supported by this stool. 
that has taken the burden off my feet. That if, you, if someone were to come up and kick the stool, please no one run up here, that I would fall over because all my weight is on this stool. That this stool is what was holding me up. And see, that's what God is calling us to do. God's like, yo, don't lean in what this world, on what this world has to offer, what you think is right. But lean on me. Put your full weight on me and let me hold you. Let me carry you through the storm. But yet we tell ourselves, no, 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 God, I like what I'm going to do because what I think it's going to do is going to get me out of this. Because what this world has to offer is going to get me out of this. But God, yeah, you say you're going to hold me, yeah, but I want to go do this. This looks more fun. More people would like me if I do all this. I want to be the popular person. I want the one with the rich job. But God's like, yo, no. Don't lean on that. And it says in Jeremiah 17, it says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness and in uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, who is trusted in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in a year of drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. You know, this verse brings up two types of people in this world. The only two types of people. You got the ones who put their faith, they're leaning in what this world has to offer. And planning their own life thing. I want this, this, and this. Then you got the other person who's leaning on Jesus. Who's putting his full faith and trust in Jesus. And it's like, Jesus, I trust you where you're going to take me. I trust you where you're going to take me. And so the first person who's, who's leaning on, on what the world and is getting caught up in that, it says, he shall be like a shrub in the desert and, shall, and shall not see any good come. You know, that person over there is youth, useless. That what good does that shrub in the desert who's not bearing any fruit have to do in the world? What good does that person have to give? But this person who's, who's putting their full faith and trust in Jesus, who's leaning on the Lord to get them through things. It's like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for the leaves remain green. It's not anxious in a year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. So this tree, the one who's putting their full faith and trust in Jesus is, is doing something for the world, is providing for the world has the strength, even though when it says there's a drought, it's still bearing fruit. In the midst of the badness, of the storm, is bearing fruit. So what are you, what are you guys leaning up against? 
And the third part in this verse says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. So for any of you who, who have played sports, you're like, when you acknowledge someone, you're like, hey, good pass, good shot. Like, you're pointing and calling them out, right? They know that you see what they just did was good. Right, you are acknowledging them. Or you're walking past someone and you're like, hey, what's up? Right, you acknowledge that person. And so we're saying, in all your ways, acknowledge him. To acknowledge God in all of your situations, in your whole life. Which means that in your actions, in your words, in your daily life, do people know you're a Christian? Is what you're doing pointing to God? Is what you're doing, people are like, yo, that man's a Christian, he worships God. I can see it because of how different he is. Because by his little actions, I know. He's holding himself to a different standard. It says in Romans 12, one through two, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not condemn to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We see God is calling us to be a living sacrifice. So we know back in the Old Testament, is they, would, they would kill the animals and offer those as a sacrifice to forgive them, to be forgiven uh, of their sins. But here God's calling us to be a living sacrifice. That through our, our daily life, we're going to put our own wants and desires, desires aside. And we're going to present our bodies, our talents, and our life to God and be like, yo, God, take me and lead me where you want. Lord, I am yours. Lord, I'm not going to get caught up in what this world has to offer and and putting my trust and, my, and leaning in with this world and getting all the money and being popular. But Lord, use me where you can. Lord, I'm taking all I can, all I am, and putting it before you. But it's not doing that just once a, once a week, once a month. Or leaving and being like, hey, I'm going to do that. And then two days later, going back to your normal self. Now, this means dying to yourself every day. Every day, putting your own desires aside and telling the Lord, hey, Lord, use me where you can. Use me to help to further your kingdom. So we see the three things that God tells us to do in this verse. And if you, you have your Bible, you have your actual Bible, what I want you guys to do is um, right after, and all you ways acknowledge him, I want you to put a line. Because right here separates what we are supposed to do. This separates our part. And then the rest of the verse when it says, and he will make your path straight, the best part of the verse, this is God's part. So we have the instructions that God has given us to trust to lean on him, to acknowledge him. If we do those three things, then we see God's work 
come into, into play here. It says he'll make your path straight. And so my challenge for you guys is to stay in your lane. What we like to do is we like to come over to God's side and plan out our own life. We like to be like, no, this is really what I want to do. No, that doesn't look too good, God. I don't, I don't want to go do that. I want to, this has more money. I'm going to go do that. And say, so God's like, yo, just do those three things, and I have a perfect plan for your life. Watch me take you on this journey over here. Watch me take you to places that you wouldn't imagine. Watch me show you the joy that you will have in daily life. But yet we sit there and we're like, God, nah, like, I'm good. I want this way. We try and do God's part. Instead of staying in our own lane and just doing what God asks us to do. When times get hard, everything seems to be going wrong. And you're fighting to get out of that. You just got to trust God. You got to lean on God. Let God carry you. Let God take the weight off your shoulders. And you got to acknowledge God. Let God take you to that place. Because for me, it wasn't too long ago that I was in, in God's lane trying to control my life and when my life just crashed and I was left like, yo, what am I doing with my life? What, what is my plan? What, what am I going to do? Is when I was like, you know what, God? I'm going to give it to you. But I'm going to change my life to honor you. I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to let you hold me. I'm going to acknowledge you. People are going to know that I believe in you, that I, I am a Christian based on my actions and my words. No matter who I'm with, no matter if I'm alone, Lord, everyone's going to know I follow you. And that's when God took me. God took me on a journey that I didn't even imagine I would do. And yet that journey's not always easy. The plan that God has for you is not always easy. But when you do those three things, the peace and the joy that you find in those situations, when you're able to see, God, I see you doing something in my life, I'm going to continue to follow you. When it gets hard, I'm going to continue to have faith and trust in you. But I'm going I'm to lean on you and acknowledge you. Like I want you guys to know, like, don't worry about your future. So when I was in high school, that's what I did. I was worrying, where am I going to go? What job am I going to end up with? Don't worry about that. God tells us the three things to do. Stay in your lane and let God do the rest. Let God guide you through life. And I can stand up here and I can tell you to do it, but it's not easy. But it starts with your heart to take that step. When you leave here, when you're like, Yo, Lord, I know I come to church all the time and, and I raise my hands when I worship, but Lord, I'm ready to take that step. 
Lord, I'm ready to put my full faith and trust in you. Lord, I'm ready to lean on you in every situation. Lord, I, I want people to know that I love you and I worship you every day. It takes you telling yourself that. Because once you step out of these doors, it's hard to do. You have people trying to pull you back. But are you going to put your trust and be like, yo, Lord, this isn't easy. Lord, but help me, help me through it. Give me the strength. And you just stay in your lane and stop trying to control everything. And let God lead you.